okay, this is the first idea that I had. Okay. It's not good, mm-hmm. but I'm going to do the thing where I say a not good one and then mm-hmm. someone else can have a better one because I've said the one that sucks. Mm-hmm. You folks come into my room to record the episode, but I've laid out all my pants all over the ground and I tell you that you have to navigate my pants labyrinth and you say, no, David, it's not that. We're recording about pans labyrinth and I say, oh no, what a kerfuffle I have done. Point of order. <laughs> yes. You said this was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Now, guys, where does the schwa come into play? <laughs> well, schwa. this is, you know, scientists will debate. Mm. They will. Scientists specifically will Classic debate about the schwa. The schwa. The schwa. schwa. The schwa. Do you guys remember learning about the schwa and then like just, and yeah. then it just, then and then never again? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I feel like I was gaslit to believe cool. there was one. I mean. And now I don't think there, I don't think it exists. How George many things, how many things in school did we learn about and then just never talk about again and it's almost yeah. like it didn't happen? That's the entire premise oh, of the man. show, uh, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Mm. Because it's basically like, <laughs> hey, do you remember this thing that we brought up to you like a couple times in school and never happened to you again? It's like, true. You never had to remember it for but, the rest of your life. But it's like a letter. That's not a letter. Yeah. I don't know. It's just... It's, well, it's like the interrobang. It's it's the exclamation you point. You don't have to mark. share your freaking porn search. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite porn category, interrobang. <laughs> I mean, these days, you just need a niche. Exactly. Especially now that OnlyFans is not oh, doing... R.I.P. Just 4.fans. Run by sex workers. Queer people. It's good. good. Not OnlyFans. Fuck them. <laughs> just like... Man, way to be like, hey, you Amazing. know the thing that the only pe- that the only thing people know about us and know us for, we're not going to come do that to anymore. our site for our entire market. Apparently, it's only for unverified accounts, which I guess is to fight the like revenge porn stuff. Yeah, but like, yeah. so they say like you just have to yeah. yeah, so you have to like submit an ID, which. But like I don't know. But sex work isn't decriminalized. No, like they also need to be way clearer on that if that's the case. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And like what non-sexual nudity is, because I've seen that floating around. Yeah, too, in their terms of like their like uh, their code of like what is it the agreement that you make when you sign on? You're like terms of something. Service, maybe I don't know. Yeah, service that probably probably yeah yeah. And what sucks is like the head. Whatever that guy's name is, he's not the the head of OnlyFans, but he's like the one who's basically been saying, "No, Mastercard's mad at the us." The OnlyFan, the OnlyFan himself, <laughs> basically said like, "They'll be okay." The adult film industry is resilient. It's like, uh, well, yeah, no, like, no, sort of, but also they shouldn't have to be. Like, what do you mean? You're just going to displace people and be like, no, they'll, yeah. they'll figure it out. When you kick them away from like safe, legitimized spaces, yeah. that's when the dark shit happens. Uh-huh. You're apparently trying to avoid. Well, yep. plus, and not enough people uh, who consume porn, which is just about everybody in America. Let's just be honest. Anyone with an internet connection has at least seen some porn. Yeah. And a lot of them, it was intentional. We'll mm-hmm. just say it like that. We'll just say it like that. Don't consider how much the porn industry has lost money despite mm. its explosion in access and popularity. Yeah. Uh, and how it, John Ronson actually did two seasons of a, uh, of a oh. podcast focusing on the porn industry. Uh, the first was about sort of how Pornhub and the various sites owned by the people who own Pornhub uh, mm. th- have basically destroyed the revenue streams of just countless people in that industry. And then the no second surprise. one was about, um, was about a, a, a porn performer who committed suicide uh, oh. because of online bullying and sort of talking God. about the sort of stigma that, that people face in the industry and also even within the industry, how people talk to each other, things like that. Mm-hmm. So really wow. interesting shows. Um, I can't yeah. remember the titles of either of them, but John Ronson, <laughs> John Ronson's a very popular 
author, you yeah, can he's, find them pretty he's easily. Out there. But, Dang, um, that's cool. I'm glad you did that. But yeah, covering that stuff, it's just it's kind of remarkable how devastating the internet was to an industry that we often think of as like the thing right. <laughs> that made the internet yeah. the internet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of wild. Um, also, won both uh, format wars between beta and vhs and then Holy also shit. dvd or yeah. also hd video yeah. and blu-ray yep, yep. hd dvds yep. god <laughs> sorry xbox sorry <laughs> mm, sorry back the wrong sorry horse. microsoft <laughs> well they only half backed the wrong horse because it was an entirely different thing you had to buy extra that was extra a, drive it was, it so was stupid. like they they backed the wrong horse but they also made sure that that horse didn't run for the first half of the race <laughs> <laughs> and you had to like pay extra to watch that horse yeah. go like bad move microsoft bad move maybe not the way to do it no no huh. welcome to contextual deviance my name is christian hagen each episode as you can probably tell by now we watch a movie and then we talk about that movie through a series of randomly generated critical contexts provided to us via our contextual computer we don't know how we're going to talk about the movie we're talking about until this computer tells us how we're going to talk about it that's basically the premise of the show and joining me on this adventure of fantasy and magic are my dearest friends and co-host hosts misters matthew bond hey it's weird we didn't have pre-show banter this time huh and <laughs> David Gutchy put a plug in it. <laughs> That's my new catchphrase. That's I a, like it's it. Good. Yeah, it's good. I was inspired by the the big ship that ever given that blocked all trade and lost in the, the world in the Suez Canal. Was it the Suez Canal? Something like that. Uh, the real right. big one that's real important, and that ship was, was just the like, Panama Canal. No, not no, Panama. not Panama. So the Suez Canal. Couldn't have been <laughs> the Panama. Canal. There's a couple canals. There's Canal Street. There's the Panama Canal, <laughs> and there's Suez. And I'm pretty sure went up in there and plugged it up. And I encourage everyone. That's this is the year of maybe next year. Next year is the year of plugging it up. Just like. Just put yourself in something, you know? Put yourself in Stop something, Stop the man. flow of something. Stop Doesn't matter what it is. Just end something. That's fascism. What, yeah. Plug it up. Hey, speaking of ending fascism, that's a perfect transition into the film we watched this week, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, the film we watched for this episode is none other than 2006's Academy Award winning film from Guillermo del Toro, master of fantasy and horror and also drama. And the film is called Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> Man, I loved it when he finally got his Oscar. He went up on screen and it was like the little words at the bottom said Guillermo del Toro, master of fantasy and horror and also drama. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, that's me down there. See you on the prompt. That's me. Do, do you remember, do you know, by the way, what uh, Oscar this movie won? Best uh, girl. Was it wardrobe? Nope. Oh. And it wasn't special effects? Like uh, practical? No. I mean, oh. I know... I think it would have been soundtrack. Is it original screenplay? No. Hmm. Uh, cinematography. Oh, okay, welcome. Yeah, I mean, I and I remember it. that specifically because it beat Children of Men. Oh. That's a little Dude, weird, that's actually. That's very weird. Children of Men has some iconic cinematography. Yeah. This movie has good cinematography. And it lost Best Foreign Language Film, I believe, to the lives of others. Hmm. I was thinking about that, that while the movie was going. That seems too bad to me. It's very strange. That's yeah. a bummer to me. But yeah, whatever. But hey, I mean the Oscars don't due. matter. It's just a th- it's just they like don't. trivia that I remember. It's trivia. It's trivia. But yeah, the Pan's Labyrinth it's about uh it's set <laughs> in the Spanish Civil War of the uh, 1930s mm-hmm. where the fascists have taken control and uh, a young girl and her mother uh, who is pregnant, the mother is, not the little girl. True. Um, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. are transported to a s- remote village to live with a captain of the fascist military uh captain vidal mm. who is marrying mm. this girl's mother yeah very cool and she's he's wants her to have a son and the girl is like into fantasy stuff and she doesn't want to <laughs> be there because it sucks and then you missed an important detail the captain is not the little girl's father. Oh, that's right. That's right. She does. We have to be very <laughs> clear about that because I don't know father. if the movie was clear about this, but the <laughs> captain is not the girl's father. No, it was a little disappointing how confusing that was. <laughs> really could have used more clarification about who was whose father. Uh, anyway, if you're wondering uh, what Guillermo del Toro's stance on fascism was, the captain in this movie is one of the most despicable yeah. villains in the history of film. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. And so completely unredeemable just in every awful. possible way. Just awful. Um, he did wear those cool little sunglasses though that one those time. Cool sunglasses, that's true. He did I look like do, an anime character. I do as stand that look for him. It's <laughs> a good look. Pretty into it. If you have to have a look, yeah, not a bad one. To have. I think I think David initially pointed out the anime character look. Yeah, which like one hundred percent, and he doesn't look like an anime character the rest of the movie. No. It's just in the. It's like well, it's get my the, train the sunglasses and then clothes, the like, like the the gloves yeah. and the long yeah. black coat that he's not put. He hasn't put his arms through. It's no. just draped over his and shoulder. And yep. middle part yep, from slick hair. back hair, which he yep. doesn't have in the rest of the scenes. Like he got dressed up as an anime character to go investigate a train explosion. He, he does look remarkably like so Crispin Glover's character in the Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> um, Specifically, but uh, enough um, about costumes. Uh, so, Pan's Labyrinth is the film we're doing. Um, it's uh, it's a lovely little film. It's so lovely. Oh, and then there's fantasy stuff that happens too. Yeah, we'll the little get to girl it. gets kind of becomes a well, whatever. There's Who princess knows? trials and stuff. Who knows? It's a little ambiguous. <laughs> was her brain just? Firing different synapses, and it was all just the, the pre-death Jacob's ladder. Scenario. Yeah, where she died the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we shall uh, determine that and other things, assuming that mm. the computer asks us to. True. Do we want to let the computer tell us where to go from here? What if, What if we just we take it into our own hands? No. We overthrow the computer. No, yes. no, 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 no. Let's no, Andrew no, Yang no. this and I think overcome could. automation. <laughs> I don't want to Andrew Yang. <laughs> I don't want to Andrew Yang anything yet. No. <laughs> I saw Let's somebody with Yang like this. I, I I don't know if I've ever seen a car that has just one Andrew Yang bumper sticker. Right away. <laughs> if I ever see one, there's like four. Yep. <laughs> yep. That is an, That's like the four leaf clover. A car that has just one Andrew just Yang. One Andrew sticker. Yang. <laughs> it's that's incredible. They're, they're making up oh, for all that. of the other people who don't give yep. a shit about Andrew Yang. <laughs> by, it's like the people who hoard guns yep. it's like yep. there's so you many guns in this one. country you in the hands of one. very few people it's just all the andrew yang bumper stickers went to a few people and they just they hoard them there's someone yep. out there with one tattoo and they're the same person that drives the car with one andrew yang bumper sticker. i have one tattoo. i also have only have one because it's expensive i don't fuck? have enough money to get another <laughs> one i have just none tattoo oh nice you have that tattoo of that nun yeah, oh, yeah, you're yeah, the nun from the, the, nun movie, from the, the nun. movie The Nun. It's my whole back. The Nun from the movie The Nun and from the movie Space Jam. By the way, I was going to say, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> yeah, she, yep. They never said, but I'm fairly it's certain her. that The Nun in the in it's Space Jam it's, was The Nun from the movie it is. The Nun. Yeah, it okay, is. good. I'm not the only one. Okay. Because <laughs> it's fucking weird. Yep. Okay, cool. Let's move on to a context <laughs> about Pan's Labyrinth. Superlatives. Who won, who lost, and why? Superlatives. Who won, yep. who lost, and why? Yes, yes, yes. Well, uh, I think we have to start this category the way we start this category every time. It's with everyone's favorite category, best hair. Ophelia. Yeah. Ophelia had She's got hair. really good hair. And mostly everyone else's hair is unremarkable or kind of gross. Kind of gross. <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of the fascist hair is just kind of slick back, boring, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of the... And there's a lot of hats. You don't even see a lot of the hair. Yeah, a lot mostly of short. Hats too. Like even the like the women's hair is often like done up. Um, you know, it just nobody looks like oh, what a bad hair choice. Except for you know, Captain Vidal looks pretty bad in that train investigation scene. Yeah, uh, but Ophelia's hair is cool. Yeah, and she goes through some shit, and it's still pretty immaculate. Yeah, it's like, like a it nice little bob. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the right length, too. Like, yeah. if it was too much longer, I feel like it would be harder to manage. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if it was too much shorter, I feel like mm-hmm. it would be a little bit less, uh, it would have a little bit less drapery. Yeah. I actually want, like, it would be it would be a little less like the main character of Mad Men, you mean? Yes, it would be a little less Don Drapery. <laughs> uh, what, I'm, what I'm wondering is, like, if that was actually a costume choice. Like, I'm kind of interested in, okay, so she's going to, like, she has to look like a sort not really rich little girl but like a like a nice little girl but also she's gonna have to like go through all these adventures and so like how short can we make her hair without making it too short but also we want her to have kind of long hair but it can't be too long because then it would get in the mud and whatever well i also think all of the adult women in the film have very long hair or just Mm. like hair that just drapes in a very long way like they don't it's either tied up in a bun or it's like just like very long and draped over the shoulders Mm -hmm. And I get the sense that her hair is cut shorter and she's wearing like 
you know, those heavy boots. It's kind of like, or no, she's not wearing heavy boots. But you know what I mean? Like the, the sh- I feel like she's doing, that was a complete, I was but thinking. you know of, what I mean. Okay, because as I said in the movie that she kind of looks like Natalie Portman in Leon the Professional. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. Leon, and that's, okay. I keep getting them mixed up in my head now, which Whoops. is not the right movie. <laughs> not helpful. Not helpful to this <laughs> conversation. Uh, again, Love both that. great child acting performances in movies oh, with a lot of gratuitous violence. Oh, uh, yeah, that's yeah. an important comparison. So. Is this movie Leon the Professional? I used to say, but that's not the context we're doing. <laughs> that, that would be a very weird context. <laughs> yeah. But then again, I don't know. Hey, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But what, um, what about worst hair, since we're on it? Is it his train investigation hair? Is Vidal's? It's like the most remarkable. Part? I yeah, think, it was offensive film. to me. Yeah. yeah, I got hurt. Like I'm willing to just give that guy worst any. Wait, any, um, oh, 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 I got it. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Worst hair. The one they pulled out of that bag after they smashed that guy. Oh, guy's fuck nose. off. <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> they were too small for for cutting up, so they had to make stew out of them. They were pretty bad. It's canonical. Yeah, it's in the text, hair. Christian. It's you have to accept text. it. It's in the text. You have to accept, accept it. Fine, I accept text. it. It's in the it's in the text. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said it's in the sex. It's in the text. I accept it. Fine, I accept it. It's in the text. <laughs> Fine, it's in the text. Let, let me go, just please. People arguing with a postmodernist. <laughs> I just want to Come see on. my family. Put <laughs> <Yeah>. puts a gun to the head of postmodernist. <laughs> Say it's in the text. Say it's in the text. Oh, the real intent matters. Goddamn it, text. <laughs> Um, wow! So uh, I, I've got I've got one that's pretty easy. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know the counter example would be the hardest one. Okay. Yeah. but the easiest Sorry. award to give in the entire movie is worst hat. Yes, <laughs> and it's the guy who's <laughs> handing out the bread. Yes, so dumbest hat. Like, I don't even that get that hat. It's so incomprehensible. It's, like an, it's a backwards shoe or something. <laughs> like, I it, don't understand. It must it. be based on actual history or like yeah, an actual thing, yeah. which. I'm I'm sorry, but you guys yeah. look dumb. Like, just make it different. Why dumb. is only his hat backwards and weird and bad? Uh, it's like somebody put t- part of a horse saddle upside down and stuck yeah. it on this dude's head, and he's like, "No, I like it this way." No, it's yeah. actually cool. It's good. I'm, I'm the bread it. guy. I'm owning. It. I'm the bread guy. <laughs> I'm the bread guy. This is my bread hat. Yeah, it makes re- me I read unique. the bread. I read the bread. <laughs> he um, gives the speech about how great the bread is and how wonderful it will be for your family. Mm-hmm. I've I've got one. Uh, yeah. Wait. Mo- not not for hat. Not for hat. Yeah. Most improved would go to Ooh. the Fawn's teeth. <laughs> because Most improved. Because uh those teeth are nasty at the beginning. They're like black and like super yeah. like yeah. all over the place. Mm-hmm. And at the end they're like pearly white and yeah. mostly straight. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's what he was point. doing off screen. Yeah, he was going time. to the dentist. He was just getting them worked on, baby. <laughs> Getting that work. Yeah, he's putting this it in. This is the second movie in a row where a character has really disgusting teeth at the beginning and gets their teeth fixed by the <laughs> end. Whoa. Oh, man, that's how we timed together. That's why this one was next, specifically. <laughs> the fun did have some real mojo. Oh, yeah. like, <laughs> some of the like weird moves he would do. <laughs> he held up his finger a little bit once while squatting. <laughs> while squatting in front of a little girl's bed, bed. while she's sleeping. That's not... That's not, not weird. a big fan of that, Mr. Fawn. <laughs> hey, Mr. Fawn, hey. could you not? Hey, Mr. Fawn. Hey, Mr. Fawn. I think the least improved is Captain Vidal. Captain Vidal. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, yeah, baby. He, he just dug it in. He dug in the whole way. Yep. Yep. No question. He couldn't, like, he's fixing that watch. It's still, it's still janky and busted. It's still, yeah. he's still got the yeah. crack on it the glass. looks like yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah, the guy's you know, useless. No, he's absolutely Fucking useless. worthless. And he has this moment at the end of the movie where I was like, "Oh, the whole movie I've been thinking this guy just keeps digging himself into a bigger and bigger pit of being totally unlikable asshole." And then he gives away his son, and he's like, "Hey, my son." And I'm like, "Oh, he he cares about his son's life. That's nice. He doesn't just like break the baby in half or something because he's a terrible man." <laughs> but then he's like tell my son that I was amazing and super cool and I have a big dick. And everyone was like, no, we're not going to do that. It's like, no, Bam. fuck you. <laughs> like, and so like, even him wanting his son to live on was just him wanting him to live on. Yep. Which is just like, oh, cool. Even in this selfless act, you couldn't actually be well, selfless. Well, I mean, like the way he talks about it from like from the jump, he cares so much about the fact that it's going to be a son. Yeah. And there, I mean, that's a that's a classic story. 
in mm-hmm. in fiction and in reality of men who uh, historically just need to have sons to carry yeah. on their genes. Yeah, and it's just like you know, you don't Maybe you don't okay. live forever, man. Maybe it's okay. Like it's yeah. okay if you don't, yeah. and it's also fine. You should also take the pressure off your kids uh, so that <laughs> oh, they don't feel yeah. like they have to oh, reproduce and keep your family name, yep. mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I meant dad, but that's fine. <laughs> Excuse me, I meant dad. Um, that's a, that's a that's a good category. I think we should do that more often. Most improved and least improved. Yeah, like who had an arc that like they actually worked on themselves? <laughs> and and who had better. one where they were like they just they got worse and worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, nice. Mm. Or maybe like even not even least improved, but like dug it in the most, like yeah. most obstinate, least changed. I don't know how to say it. Uh, I mean, uh, okay. Well, arguably though, a, a, a competitor for most improved then mm. in that case yeah, would yeah, be yeah. the fairy going from that <laughs> weird stick bug into Ooh. a fairy creature. That was a glow up for sure. Yeah, definitely a glow up. Definitely. Yeah. Because I mean- Still kind of a disturbing fairy, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. that bug, if you put that bug anywhere in the same building that I am in, I will leave that building and burn it down. Yeah, yeah that torch like, it for sure, yeah. That 100%. bug was th- as big as my arm. Mm-hmm. No yeah. bug should be as big as The bug as big as me? The bug as big um. as me? <laughs> for real. So nasty. So uh, the fairy, definite improvement. In yeah, terms yeah. of like going from zero to hero, <laughs> that is a pretty good one. <laughs> but the fun teeth were pretty nasty too, and then they got better. So they I got don't know. Really it's nice. hard to say. What What do you think is this? Isn't like specific to a character. Mm-hmm. What's the grossest thing mm. in this movie? Ooh. Oh, oh, mm. and this is a movie with absolutely a, filled to the brim with nasty block. shit. It is yeah. gross on gross on gross. Yeah, that's Ooh, so true. I've got a vote, but I'm curious to see what you guys have to okay. say. Okay, uh, we should. We should all think of it and say it at the same time. Okay. I want to do that. I have one. I have my favorite one. Um, I have one that I'll pick. I don't know if I if I die in the hill of it being the grossest, but I'm mm. gonna I'm just gonna Okay, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Do we three, right. two, one and say it? Yeah, three, okay. two, one, say it. Three, two, one. When the, the frog in the mouth of his guts. Yeah. Did we all Shit, really? Wait. No. I said knife in the mouth. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you did frog said, throw up his guts? I said frog when the frog, goes, wow. in, yeah, when the frog the toad, goes inside out. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my so God. The frog two, goes inside out. Two for the inside out frog. Wow. Yeah. See, and what's wild is that's not even in my like top five. Oh, that yeah. like. I just think it's The whole funny. time it was happening, I was like, nah, <laughs> nah. I want this to be done. <laughs> I mean, an easy way to get through it is if you pretend it's like the amber from Jurassic Park. Mm, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is the color of its energy. It is the color of its energy. <laughs> I quit this bucket. <laughs> no two people can have that same idea and be safe around each other. <laughs> this is weaponizable. Oh no. Um, um, that frog was nasty and it vomited its own self and that was mm-hmm, gross, but mm-hmm. like in a way that felt kind of cool and fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To well, me. <laughs> and and to to your point, uh the the knife it, like that was honestly the hardest for me to look at. So I guess that would be That's the grossest. That's what I was but it, thinking. But it also, the knife in the mouth is really tough. Yeah. yeah. But that is yeah, the word gross, I guess, is fairly distinct from just straight up disturbing or shocking or right. like I can't look at it. If I was going for body horror, I would honestly yeah. say the guy getting his face bashed in with the bottle. That's so bad. It's probably more That's viscerally. That's so bad. Yeah. And it goes 20. on for so long. Yeah. There's well, so many cuts back to it. It's like, geez, Guillermo, come on. For me, it'd be between that and him sewing up the knife mm, cut. That's pretty the, That's too. pretty rough. Because yeah. that's like, they linger on it for so long yeah. and it just looks real like it looks like he's actually yeah. puncturing his skin yeah, yeah. pretty bad yeah no, thanks. whereas the bottle like i could see the cg this time i mm. more mm. so than i remember seeing yeah. when i first you know what it. occurs to me what the dark knight has both a thing mm. about a knife getting stuck in the joker's cheeks and cutting him like that uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it also has that bit where two-face drinks mm. from a small oh, shot glass shit. like that has some like stuff oh on the side God. which is pretty much what happens to this guy when he drinks a shot Whoa. after I his mouth there was some open. yeah holy shit some director love there interesting and he's always asking everybody to solve riddles <laughs> <laughs> and he was dressed in leather the whole time and had a whip David <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you saw the dark Knight? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're talking about the Dark Knight specifically. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my bad, y'all. I'm not saying that Pan's Labyrinth was the inspiration for all Batman, all Batman villains. 
He even said the words, I'm Batman at one point in this movie. It was wild. It's the only English line in the whole thing. There was that time when he was like, ice to meet you. Um, <laughs> so anyway, oh, do you guys nice. want to move on to another contest? Yes, please. Yeah, baby. What if this was made 20 years earlier or, if applicable, 20 years later? What if this had been made 20 years earlier, which would have been 1986? Because this movie was made in 2006. Hmm. This is a little tricky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I think what's kind of interesting is that it, I think the closest corollary to this movie in the 80s, and it's probably, I'm thinking of it because it has the word labyrinth in the title, but it's labyrinth. <laughs> labyrinth. Yeah. But yeah. it has, it has yeah. a lot of the sort of like, it would have a lot a lot of the same sort of fantastical creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, the young female lead character, mm-hmm. there's a baby chase. Kind um, of <laughs> up- upsetting gothic imagery. Kind yeah. of. Yep. Lots. Yep. But um, le- definitely less oppressive and less threatening. Yeah. Yes. Like, well, yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, yeah, but like Labyrinth less, is still feels like a family movie for a well, lot. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, less, I thought we were talking intensely. about if this was. Yes, yeah, okay. well, I'm yeah. saying yeah, but if they made this in the in the 80s with this kind of with that kind of aesthetic, I don't know that they would have been able to match. Like I, I, Guillermo really wants to have that sort of like child fantastical energy, mm-hmm. but pairing it but with, with a, gr- yeah. a a dark real world yeah. where fucked up things nasty stuff Mm -hmm. and in the 80s it really felt more binary yeah you know this would have been like a clive barker movie or labyrinth exactly it couldn't have been the two things it would have been labyrinth or leprechaun i was was gonna say leprechaun Leprechaun. as an example yeah because it's it's gross it it is gross it's It's gross it's a fantastical thing that's silly in some ways but it's also fucked up yeah um and Ooh. I don't know that they would have been able to keep it out of the camp realm mm. if they had mm. done that in the 80s. I got a word for you. What's that? Mm. Leprophon. <gasps> That's for you to have. Mm. I'll keep it. Thank you. I will suck on that. Suckle on the teeth oh, of the I will, suck, I will suckle on, on Leprophon. <laughs> oh, no. um, That's a really good point, though. It's hard to make this movie not campy if it's just a horror movie. Because it's such yeah. a distinctive tone. Yeah. It's like having yeah. this sort of level of allegory. And it's not to say that these mov- that kind of movie didn't exist. Obviously, right. you know, sure. there have been like, you know, uh, subtle allegorical films as long as there have been films uh, that <laughs> with a narrative. Um, it's just that the, the way that he's choosing to do it pairs such an interesting tone of like, uh, the, it's, got, it's got the sort of historical war movie vibe. Uh, going on one side yeah. of things mm-hmm. you got the childhood fantasy on the other and then in the middle you've got this sort of like almost horror aesthetic that's combining the two where you see the yeah. the, the mm, grotesqueries yeah. uh, grotesqueries uh-huh. of war <laughs> uh-huh. mixing with the grotesqueries at under the heart of a fantastical Defense. realm with a bunch of monsters yeah. and and like the fucking Mitch McConnell looking thing oh eating God. those mm, fairies so um, what a nasty man! What a nasty man! <laughs> yeah, a lot of the creature work and creature design wouldn't probably have to have changed that much. No, it it all looks no. Mostly, it was practical. Yeah, and the movie like itself just kind of seems kind of timeless. Like it doesn't yeah. seem of a certain time specifically. Yeah, uh, I think that's fair. It uh, being minus a, like, the CG. But, right. right. Unfortunately, the there are a couple points where it's like, dang, I wish they would have tried that practically. Yeah. But it's okay that they didn't. It yeah. was 2006. We forgive all sins that happened in the mid 2000s. <laughs> That's what the Catholic Church said. Yeah. Very progressive pope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Not 2006, baby. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> I think. I really like that. I like the like I had never thought about that about Pan's Labyrinth before. What's that that you you said okay, you've got the military sort of, you know, war movie type thing over here where there are informants and there's espionage and uh danger and torture and, and then you've got fairy tale and both of them are gross, but mm-hmm. in very different ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Like that's a good thing that Guillermo did. And both feature stories of heroism. You know, now that I think about it, there's a whole thing about the sort of story of heroism when they're at the dinner 
and he's talking oh, about mm-hmm. uh he tells the story about how his father like the guy is telling the story about the captain's father the general who broke his watch intentionally so that he could tell his son the minute he died and that right. this is how a man dies in <laughs> battle or whatever uh, and uh and cool. then it just being sort of like and then him trying to carry that over at the end and trying to have that same brave moment and then just being like no and just shooting him because <laughs> um, like fuck you yeah. um but also like so it's cool. not it's not really a brave poetic moment it's like you're in a war and mm. someone's going to shoot you in the face uh yeah. and you don't get to have brave poetic moments in actual war that's not that's and on the fantasy side of things they're doing something similar but tr- it's sort of like in the inverse where she desperately wants to have these sort of grand dramatic moments this sort of like this narrative of her being this mystical princess and being able to uh, you know fulfill these prophecies but at the same time she has to get caked in mud and get confronted mm. by a giant frog creature and it ruins her dress and you know hurts her mom and yeah. then there's the thing with the weird little mandrake thing that requires milk <laughs> and blood and blood then there's the the monster creature with the fairies and then the monster creature bites the fairies heads off <laughs> mm-hmm you know, it's like well, she gets shot in the gut. Yeah. Well, like, then of course, then yeah. she gets shot. Right. Yeah. So There's a lot of brutality, even within the you know the fairy tale stories. That's that's a good point. So it's sort of wow. so yeah, it's sort of like a mirroring going wow. on there. Yeah. What if it was made? This in is twenty twenty six. Oh, uh, it would be in VR. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Five years from now, <laughs> everything's in everything's VR. in VR. Yep. You are Pan's Labyrinth. Uh, it's just yeah. a video game. Yeah, co-production <laughs> with Hideo Kojima. Uh, but I would, though. I would. Oh, oh I would. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Listen, now that they've worked together yeah, on Guillermo a couple things. Yeah, was in it. Like, he, was in, he was in it. They were making Silent Hills. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, like, we can't do that because Konami sucks. So Kojima's mm-hmm. like, can you work with me on this other thing? Oh and he's God. like, hell yeah, dog. Oh I want God. them to work together on I everything from now on. Right? I really do actually want Pan's Labyrinth to... In ten years, between yeah. those, those oh two old guys just doing it, yeah. How great would it be if he convinced Guillermo del Toro to take over the Metal Gear Solid movie? I know it won't happen, and I it'll know. never happen. And as much as I job. do respect Jonathan Voight Roberts, because he clearly loves the material, and mm-hmm. I have a sneaking suspicion that he will put everything he can into making the movie good. If he, can. I have a sneaking suit suspicion. That I was just gonna say, I feel like I have a sneaking suspicion is the tagline to the <laughs> Metal Gear Solid movie. <laughs> Uh, but like, man, that would be fun. Yeah, would I'd be, be really curious to see what he could do. <gasps> I want that. I know. I want that. I want that. I want mm-hmm. that. Hmm. But even like, but in the eighties. Yeah. Sorry. I yeah, was gonna say, yeah. Go ahead. No, no go I was ahead. just gonna say like the practical effects, like you were saying, would definitely be way more. Em- it, it would have to be more practical, just because they didn't have mm-hmm. the CGI effects as much. I wonder. If I think that would change it that much, though. Honestly, no, like, no. I think I like I think if anything, the, the creatures will probably be a little bit chunkier because they wouldn't be able to make them look as thin. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it'd be a person the, in a suit. The legs of Doug Jones, I'm pretty sure were CG when he was in Pale Man, had, eyes yeah. and hands. Had to have been. I mean, or, he is a very skinny man, but not or, that skinny. Or, <laughs> right. There's a chance, and I don't know if this is because I've read about it somewhere or because my brain is thinking about it but I feel like there's a chance that he was bundled up in the top of that suit and operating the legs with like, sticks. Ah, it's so like a stilt situation. Yeah, because that, that yeah. could Would be. be. He could have been crouching in the top of it That's and true. not actually had his legs in the legs of it. But otherwise, there's no way they're that skinny. Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. He's just so tall. Like he's that's so the thing tall. is like imagining him being curled up in that thing. But he's a flexible little guy. That's true. He's about as flexible as it gets. Yeah, he's Doug Jones. I told baby. you guys I can be in it. Well, I've told you guys this, but probably the listeners don't know. Is mm. I saw Pan's Labyrinth opening night at the Uptown, and Doug Jones was there to introduce it. Wow! And he and, slithered out from under your seat and, and was he like, came "Hello!" Out and started weird. talking, and I was like, "Oh, it's Jack Skellington come to <laughs> yeah, life!" No, like, for real, Jesus. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're going about this the wrong way. Oh, thank and. God. Somebody said it. Pale Man is inside Doug Jones. <laughs> All along? <laughs> yeah. And the Doug Jones that we see is a costume. Pale Man's <laughs> in there. Controlled and by the, the only And the only time we've ever seen his true form is Pan's Labyrinth. That's deeply disgusting as You're an idea. You're right. Thanks, man. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> I love telling people that they're right. Just a skin suit on top of a skin suit? Man. Oh. Hey, ah. aren't we all, man? Ah, <laughs> 
let's do another context. <laughs> yes, please. Ship it. Who should have gotten together and why? Pale Man and the Frog. All right. Done. Now, one, one for each ghost. <laughs> one for each ghost. Fucking. <laughs> Pitch some fast food tie-ins for this movie. Pitch some fast food tie-ins for Pan's Labyrinth. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yes. Here wow. we go. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. Some vodka that makes it feel like your mouth is bleeding. Fast, fast food. Fast food. <laughs> Someone's yeah. going to have fast food. Like drinks. in Texas, right? Texas? Yeah, Texas. Texas, Texas, Texas has right? to have that. So right? You can drive up and buy alcohol in some states and take it with you somehow. It's a thing. I don't know how, but it is. Yeah. It's wild. Uh, so that maybe that'd be fun. I was trying to think of the things people ate: tobacco, big grapes, <laughs> big grapes. Oh, oh big, shit, big, big grapes. grapes, big grapes. A lot of sliced potatoes. There's a lot, a lot of sliced <laughs> potatoes. <laughs> so potato slices. Yeah, yeah doing pota- some like au gratin potatoes or something like well, that. Well, I, I think potato lays like from Taco John okay. specifically. Okay. Oh, yeah, because okay. they the shape. Yeah, because mm-hmm. probably... they they can like cut them in front of you yeah. in their peasant uniforms <laughs> 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 because they're they've really decked out the whole Taco Johns to be like Pan's Labyrinth. Of mm-hmm. course, it's great for business. They could they could hook up with Panera for the rustic bread. Mm, Pan Nera too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's perfect. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Here we go. Here we it's go. Panera bread. Yeah. Yep. Panera, Panera bread. Thank yeah. you. And they could serve it and announce to you how wonderful their country is every time <laughs> they give you some bread. So you got <laughs> these are Franco's bread loaves. <laughs> Gets a little weird at that it point. It does get a little weird, but it's but, still fun. Um, so they're all in character all the time, uh, just like uh, at Panera. Or yeah, Panera, Panini. Um <laughs> with yeah, with a side of just the biggest fucking grapes they can get. Yeah. Oh, and there could be like a like a strawberry milkshake smoothie kind of thing, and that's supposed to be like Ooh. the blood in the milk with the mandrake. <gasps> that's yes. good. That's good. Yeah, the mandrake yes. can be sitting in there. Yeah, this would yeah. actually be yeah. a good some jamba props. juice. So you get some like, <laughs> oh, shit, some root would. vegetables, some milk, <laughs> and some blood. But the, but the slash mandrake root is cherry. actually chilling in there. It's <laughs> yeah. not. Gr- it's not exactly. jambaed up. It's just yeah. in there whole. Yeah. And you have to feed it blood, which is fun. You got to feed it some very blood. Very fun. I think also at Panera, they have bread bowls, and a bread bowl filled with broccoli cheese soup looks a lot like that toad turning inside out, that's, which is one of the more appetizing that's things. That's not movie. inaccurate. <laughs> yeah. so I think I think you could definitely have a fast food tie-in about about that glop in general. Yeah. yeah. Like, that could be so many things. I mean, the kids' toys from this movie would be oh. wild. Yeah, there could be Whoa. there could be a bottle with no smashing action. <gasps> Oh my god! And it like <laughs> no smashing. It made action. it sound like no smashing. Action. Yeah, like you, no can't smash. smash yeah, you can't bottle. smash it. No smashing but, doesn't uh, break because that would be so much better than the actual thing. <laughs> and a little slapping game, like a, you know, a little slapping, a game. little slapping, a little game. slapping game, like hungry, hungry hippos. But instead, there's a bunch of eyeballs rolling around, and it's four pale mans, and they're trying oh, to put the eyes god. into yeah. their hands. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. And when you get two, then you win, and you get to eat the other kids. It's oh, fun. sure. Oh, I yeah. like it. I assume he was going to eat her. I mean, like. That seemed to be the vibe. That yeah. was. I don't think yeah. they were gonna hug or hang. I think no. it was an eat situation. Yeah, it seemed pretty bad. Didn't yeah. seem interested in any of the fruit or any had, of the other food. He in front had of so him. much nice food. I don't understand. Yeah. That's the real mystery. Like that's what makes him Mitch McConnell. Is like he wasn't gonna eat that food anyway, but he's yeah. still pissed when people eat it. God, yep. fucking Mitch. <laughs> Man, he really <laughs> is. Was you said when he, uh, somebody get somebody taking a handout? Or yeah, somebody get a free handout. Yep. Get a free that's truly why he gets. Pissed. <laughs> that's why he wakes up. He doesn't care that they came in and took that big knife. He cared that they got that food for free. Man. Mitch, I hate him so much. I know. Need to shit. Yeah. Yep. One thing about this about a podcast as small as ours, <laughs> I have. No problems. Even if we were a huge I mean, podcast, yeah, who, because yeah. it's Mitch McConnell. It's Mitch McConnell. Does Everybody fuck that guy. Hates Mitch yeah. McConnell. Yeah. Um, I hope his family hates him. Yeah, yeah. they better. <laughs> they, hey, they fucking Mitch better. McConnell's family. We know you listen. You better hate him. <laughs> Broadcast this out to Mitch McConnell's family. <laughs> hope you fucking hate that guy as much as we do. What if Uncle Mitch is like? What if he had to be in your family? God, Ugh. that's too scary. We yeah, can't talk about no. that. That's too scary. Yeah, we're talking about horror movies, not yeah, like not fucking like not like horror lives. Yeah. Thing. No, thank you. God, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Back to fast food. <laughs> Let's see. What other mm. So we have a lot of different stores participating in this. Yeah, uh, we do. We do. Uh, yeah. good. Well, yeah. let, let's maybe go a little more abstract cuz we we're trying okay. to focus on the food that's actually in the movie, but let's think about like 
Because mm. a lot of times fast food tie-ins will just be like a thing that they already have, yeah. but they sort yeah. of like, maybe they put a different colored sauce on it to make it look like a creature or mm. like that's a, that's a um, just something something sort of tying it in. Mm. What, there could be like a salad that's like, was like a pan ch- salad. A salad would be good, yeah. yeah. A yeah. salad would be good. Yeah. Um, with some like maybe some like spinach like something very some heavy greens yeah um okay maybe, maybe some apricots to symbolize the stones oh Ooh, there we go going yeah. into the frog yeah. that is you yeah <laughs> <laughs> you are the frog yes That's and nice then you turn point. inside out yeah exactly with <laughs> happiness because you love the salad so much yeah, yeah. and you get a key it's a prize yeah, yeah. you do vomit oh, a key the, every every cool. salad contains a little key in it <laughs> it's like a king cake <laughs> you find the key you have good luck you eat the key well, sorry, you're a frog. That's not great luck, but you know. Not great luck, but you will probably get to live underground and eat bug. Yeah. Eat bug. Eat bug. Not a Subway, bad life. eat bug. <laughs> Bugway, eat bug. Bugway, eat bug. Thank you. That's a significantly better joke. <laughs> I don't know if it's better, but it I is mean, more fun I like to say. It a lot more. Hmm. Um, okay. What about. Yeah. I hate, I hate this idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a, sometimes I hate my ideas, but I say them anyway. Like I like them. This one yeah, I just fucking hate. Do it. Like a steak at a shitty steakhouse that you that the commercial is like loading it up with a bunch of steak sauce, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you eat it, and then half of your mouth has red on the side of it because you put it right in your mouth, and then it you look like the guy when his mouth got cut off. Would that be like ribs? Maybe ribs. Ribs. Ribs, ribs. is good. Ribs is good. Because people don't eat steaks with their hey, mouths. You know what yeah. I like? Well, I think that's ribs is good. You do eat steaks with your mouths. But, we, yeah. but ribs is good. Because it gets all over. It gets, it gets all, all over. over. It's hard all to eat over. ribs the right way yeah. and not get a mess on your face. But there's no wrong way to eat ribs. It's true. That's true. Yeah. It's true. It's hard to eat them the right way, but there's no wrong way to eat them. But you know what they make the ribs look like? What? Like that guy's leg that gets cut off. <laughs> oh, God. Jeez! So you have to like saw people's legs <laughs> off. Jeez! Good lord! Wow, that is immersive theater. <laughs> That's good stuff. Just wow. people just throwing up at their tables. Like, oh, I love this. <laughs> Such an experience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I want but a beer, I, and I want you to smash <clears throat> my face with it. But I feel like like an ice cream sundae of some sort, where it's like some vanilla, and then you put some like cherry or strawberry kind of like icing on it and then just a couple eyeballs yeah. on top mm-hmm. that's fun um would look a lot like that guy yeah you're not yeah. Right. like that guy the pale man that or whatever guy. i mean no matter what anything served in a bowl with also a mandrake root hanging in it just seems so fun yeah yeah i just love that some I like just... rice pudding or something yeah yeah that could be good yeah that could yeah. be good yeah yeah hmm yeah Let's think of a fast food place. Yep. And think of what their specific Pan's Labyrinth food tie-in would be. BK. Okay. Okay. Burger Bonky King. Kong. Bonky Kong. Perfect. Okay, BK, one thing we do know that they will do for certain things sometimes is they'll they'll bust out the black buns. That's oh, true. You're right. So we Uh-oh. know they'll do that. We know they have black food coloring. Yes. We know That's that. really know good this. to know, actually. Know That's an important part of this process. Okay. All right. So what would what? Oh, 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 go ahead. Oh, we both owed at the same time. Oh, I got Hasselhoff. That never happened. Go back to bed. Did you say David Hasselhoff? Maybe. Oh, it's a dead ass impression. It's perfect. Wow, it's too good. Wait, everyone, slow it down. He'll sound just like David Hasselhoff. Oh my good god. Chicken fries, but they're called. Fawn fingers. Nice. Oh. I like that. Yeah. Because yeah. he's got those long little digits. Yeah, those creepy little digits. Yeah, and you can eat them. Yeah. You eat them. You eat them. Fawn fingers. You eat them. And they're like dyed black or green or whatever yeah, the fuck because yeah, yeah, yeah. they have to look gross and they have little nails on them. But the nail is like, I don't know what, actually, that's kind of gross. What could you make a nail out of on a chicken fry? Um, probably nothing. Yeah. Unless, like, probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There is nothing better than hey, what can we get, what can we come up with? And first brainstorm, probably nothing. I'm just gonna. That is, that's probably just nothing. Gonna, and then immediately yeah, continuing yeah, to even no better. and period. <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, well, maybe they could like peel off part of the breading on the top and make it make it look mm, like a fingernail mm, that mm, way. Yeah, but peel it off. But it's still yeah. breading. It's but not it's like still, a separate. Yeah. I'm gonna peel yeah. the breading. Yeah, off. 
We we watched Face Off this weekend. Nice. <laughs> Congratulations! Yeah, that's that's a big deal. Um, because hmm. I had I had an idea. Too. Yeah, oh, do yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. for the for my ooh. What was your ooh? <laughs> well, we it's a more modern thing. Obviously, it wouldn't have been time appropriate. But BK does at this point have the Impossible Whopper. True. Mm. And I think if they were to do the Impossible Burger. With the black bun mm. and like some some greens on there, like we were talking mm-hmm. about with kind the salad sort of situation, mm-hmm. they could make it kind of look like almost like a little mossy, like like this sort of stone, Ooh. like yeah. which goes down into like the it labyrinth. Looks like the labyrinth, exactly. <gasps> and it's impossible, and it's it's like a fantasy burger or something yeah, like yeah, that. Like it's like, it's called, like a nice. the, like the yeah. magical land burger, impossible lands burger. Right. Um, I think that you could. You could mm. because people do have a stamp that looked like the labyrinth and stamp the top of the bun with it. Yeah. And fucking stamp the top of the bun. Fucking stamp the top of the fucking stamp the top of the fucking stamp. You know, I feel like a lot of our bits just evolve into us just making like weird aggressive noises. Yeah. I love it though. Like that's my favorite. It's good for us. I have a great time. It's so good for me. It sounds like we're having a great time. That's my favorite non compliment. Um, I don't know if many fast food places have uh, fruit snacks as an option, but little fairy fruit Ooh. snacks would be good. Like, ah, so you can just ah, be like, ah, that's like, oh my God. Chew yes. off the you, could, you could do like nuggets or something that were Or nuggies. Nuggies. Yeah. But I love a fruit snack. Like, cause that's the yeah. look. That yeah. You want that's the look. Is, yeah. Oh, you got the look. You got the look. Hey, what was he? What was the fawn eating? What was that meat that the fawn was consuming? I don't know. It looked like just well, like just jerky like some or loose something. meat. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, just like, like some loose beef tenderloin or something. Yeah, kind of Arby's. Yeah. Hey. Arby's. It's just called. You know what? What the fawn? An Arby's sandwich kind of just looks like the fat folds on the pale guy. So. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> shit! Now I really want some Arby's. That's so. What I'm picturing is I walk into an Arby's. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And they've got all those digital displays mm-hmm. that at this point are not static. They are digital LCD TVs that can have shifting images on them. Okay. And uh, this is more advanced than any Arby's I've walked into. This is the best one. <laughs> this is this is not Arby's. This is R A's. Oh. And and oh. we got the whole display panorama of the pale man laying down <laughs> and a bunch of different buns on different sections of his Mm-mm. body that look like Arby's meat. <laughs> and then at the at the very end where it's his head, he's giving you a little thumbs up with his eye, with hand. His eye hand. Yep. Yeah. And he's and it says he's Arby's. Winking he's winking. Oh he's winking. my god, that's so gross. I love it. And Arby's goes out of business. <laughs> Uh, I'd eat it. <laughs> All right, let's. I think we pitched some great fast fast food companies. Get in touch with us. We've got all the ideas. Yeah, Man. I just want to apologize to the listeners. I'm not, for, I'm, I hope I'm, I'm, you were not eating while you listen. I don't know. I episode. hope it's lunchtime, baby. Yeah. Yum yum. Get you some Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never gonna eat Arby's again. <laughs> all right, let's move on to other context. Twist. This movie is a stealth sequel to something. What is it a sequel to, and how do they connect? What is it a sequel to? Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey. <laughs> what's a sequel to? Man, what's she got a sequel really folks- to how to connect. She got really folksy. Yeah, I got very folksy there. Hey, hey folks. This so Pan's Labyrinth. It turns out was a stealth sequel to something. Oh my God. Labyrinth. What? I mean, okay. Let's I mean, yeah. that's talk the most obvious it. one. Yeah. 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 yeah we've already we've already done. It. Okay. We've right. already done. We've fucking done it. We've done it. We've done it. We've done it. Oh, it's done it's David Asloff oh, again. He's back, baby. Yeah, everyone's favorite character. Regular impression of David Asloff guy. I've been hanging out with Prankster Simpson. Oh no, she's oh, back. Jesus. I don't even remember what she sounds like. It's sort of like that, but more like gross. Probably more nasty. Well, let's see. What sort of movies could... Narnia. Okay. 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 Because of the fawn. The sure. fawn in the beginning of Narnia gets real old. James McAvoy. Gets real gross. And he starts... like, But has the same vibe of invite little girl into your life and sort of trick her and then sort of 
be angry and then later nice. Is isn't that a World War Two set thing, or am I just thinking? No, of, it's it's okay. definitely. I think it's World War One. Okay, because the magicians mm. did that, like yeah. sort of sort of their version of that. Mm-hmm. But it definitely um, like the, the which, opening of Narnia which is, is the kids having to go to their grandparents in the country because of the bombings. Okay, and then they find the wardrobe and they go in there. So yes, it it was there was war in Narnia too. Like there's connection yeah. there. Absolutely. Was this mm-hmm. World War II? What war was this in? Pan this Blavard? was uh, so 1938. So okay, it would so in the Spanish Civil War. Spanish yeah. Civil War, which is kind before of like II, slightly yeah. before, yeah. and then sort of overlaps with World War II. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Ye- Rough time, rough time. Yeah, you really know, bad great time. time for anyone. Yeah, and if you didn't like fascism, real rough. Yeah, bad. <laughs> real tough. Yeah. yeah, tough for pretty no much No idea what that's them. like. Yeah. Living in a place where fascism is happening when you really don't want it to be. Mm. Hard, to, hard to, it's impossible to know. Who would ever know? Mm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I think that's a connection that I hadn't thought of. Yeah, that's it's actually one. kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, it, and it does have an Arnia vibe. It's it much mm-hmm. crueler, obviously, than Narnia, but maybe it's right, kind it's of like someone trying a... to get into Narnia and not mm. being able to. Oh, unlike shit. the kids in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe yeah. who stumble into Narnia, they just bonk into it. Yeah. <laughs> they just trip their way in. Narnia it's made like it a to get in. his Dark Materials style kind yeah. of yes. take on it. I mean, it does actually feel like that. Yeah. If you think, if you think that Guillermo was like Narnia. No, I've got I've got your Narnia right here, and then he like points to his butthole or something, <laughs> and it's and it's also this amazing movie that's nothing like a butthole. Well, maybe it's a class <laughs> critique of the Narnia film. Okay, maybe it's like a, like we were just saying, those kids stumbled into Narnia and got mm. to be fucking kings and yeah, queens, these little rich little British assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas this girl has to like she is doing so work. much work, like manual labor. Yeah. And, 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 and risking her life to get the opportunity die. to go there, and then yeah, and then she has to like sacrifice herself. Yep. The only true like, release sacrifice is everything to yep. get there. Yep, that's it. And you know what's Damn. her reward? She gets to sit on a chair that's really high off the ground. Yeah, like disturbingly high off the ground. Like, <laughs> like how is she supposed to get up there off Those the ground? Those chairs yeah. move, right? They gotta go up they and down like, like the chairs on the merry-go-round. Like where the fuck is OSHA high off the ground? <laughs> yeah. Like that fawn has closed-toed hooves, but like I don't, I don't see a safe ladder. <laughs> Jeez. So we start referring to all horses' hooves as closed-toed <laughs> hooves. <laughs> It's OSHA safe, baby. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. They get it. Compliant. Mm. <laughs> I okay. So Narnia. Narnia. Narnia is one, and I like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually really cool. Yeah. The idea that it is a stealth sequel to Narnia. Yeah. But the movies. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not Tolkien or not Tolkien. Uh, C.S. Lewis. C.S. Lewis. His, his buddy. His buddy. His buddy. Yeah. Buddy. His buddy. And Narnia was a response to Lord of the Rings, wasn't it? I thought it was the other way around. Was it the other way around? I can't remember. Oh, well, we, that's right. Yeah. He, yeah. Because he, he was like, you can't make Jesus a freaking a, a lion. lion. I'm going to make him a wizard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're being ridiculous, fool. My guy's a wizard. My yeah. guy's. He's a wizard. It's cool. <laughs> Does it's, fireworks and stuff. Better. Yeah. It's, you're lying and do fucking He's fireworks. definitely a real wizard. No <laughs> one would contend otherwise. Yeah. Not a pothead <laughs> that just likes fireworks a lot. Yeah, who Impossible. just tricked a bunch of rubes into thinking he oh could do God. magic with basic engineering. It's <laughs> the truest take on Lord of the Rings that exists. <laughs> it's so true. It, I have yet to feel wrong about yeah. it. Yeah. I will never feel wrong about it. <laughs> I will never apologize. Yeah. That's it. That's the hill I'm dying on. It's uh, right there. <laughs> See, the, the tricky thing about it making it a stealth sequel is that it's set in 1938, so the the sequels, would it would have to be something that <laughs> came before mm. that. So it has to be like a Wizard movie that has to be set mm. earlier. Okay. okay. Wizard of Oz yeah. actually does qualify. Yeah. It qualifies. True. That's a fair point. And it's another girl going to a fantastical world. And True. True. And death is a is a prominent part of her adventure as well. Yeah. In that she gets yeah. there by dropping a house on a woman. Yeah, and stealing her shoes. And stealing her shoes. Yeah, damn. But she's the good one. Um, <laughs> but she's the good one. Yeah. Hmm. So there's there's some of that. So maybe yeah, maybe the fantastical world. So what it comes down to then is. 
in this scenario, the fantastical world is literally real. Like that's that's the only way we can do one of these cell sequels with like Oz or Narnia. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the world that this girl is trying to get to is an actual fictional world, like fictional in our sense, but I just mean like an actual world that she can mm. get to. Like all of this is really happening. Yeah. What if mm-hmm. the world that she gets into at the end that we barely see any of? Barely see. Uh, so this would make it more like a stealth sequel in the sense that like Split is a stealth sequel to, to which was the which was the inspiration for yeah. this uh, mm-hmm. context. And it's just like the very very end, and I noticed that there were some pointy ears and stuff. What <laughs> if <laughs> it's a stealth sequel to the world of Ferngully? Why not? Mm. Why not? Right. I mean. I right. mean, there are logistical right. problems in the sense that for name Kelly, fucking one. Yeah, one. Never first. mind. Never mind. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> we did it. We Fox News him again. <laughs> I just don't want conflict. Let me go. It's in the text, Christian. It's in the text. Fine, it's in the text. <laughs> no, okay. No, I love I love Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows this. I mean, it's now they do. It's very well known about. Yeah, you. and <laughs> I think. There are I the fairies actually lots of similarities between mm-hmm. the fairies like the little I don't is she a fairy in Fern Gully? Mm, what is I, she called? I think she I think they're fairies. I thought so, but now I'm second guessing myself. Are they brights? Gullies? Yeah, I don't they're gullies, I believe, yeah. Definitely that, not ferns, those are plants. No, no those were the plants. I almost said ferns and then I remembered they were plants. Nope. Yeah. Those are the plants from Fern I know. Gully. I hey, and gully I is say. either the name of the <laughs> fairies or Robin Williams's whack bat character. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, I think his name was Batty. Actually, I think it sucks was Batty. More was than any lazy. joke we could make about it. Yeah, come the on. Only, the only thing I I, I remembered from Fern Gully for most of my life was a joke specifically done by that character, <laughs> and literally right now I cannot think of it. That's okay. It probably wasn't very good. Was it good? I don't know. Oh no! I can't it's remember now. Who's to say? Oh no. man, Robin Williams would be so disappointed in you. Oh, it was uh, it was uh, on, uh, only fools are positive. Are you sure? I'm positive. Oh yeah, I think that's in hey. the trailer. Oh yeah, that's probably why I remember it. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Good job, Robin. Williams. It was probably some VHS you had that had the trailer on it, and that was just a line. I mean, I did watch the movie <laughs> several times. It was one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, so Fern Gully. Mm-hmm. Is this movie's a stealth sequel to Fern Gully, and the way that that's revealed is one through the pointy ear at the end thing. Yep. But also, like, maybe through like some subtle hints of Fern Gully, maybe eventually gets destroyed and turned into the ground where this movie takes place. Yeah. Like, and these are the last fairies that exist. Again, I have to. <laughs> The the giant machine yeah. in Fern Gully yeah. that tears the forest. Fantasy down. machine. Separate universe. Star gotcha. Wars, long time, far, far away. True. Gotcha. I guess it'd be more okay. of a stealth prequel. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Which I, that's I where feel like. Be, yeah. And we can Almost do that. Th- that would definitely like, be easier yeah. for, <laughs> for all of the options that we have on the table. True. Um, just true. About, true. Which I'm not opposed to either. Mm-hmm. I'm not opposed mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Just saying that that's. Technically, what that would be. <laughs> you're not, uh, um, actually, you're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Fern Gully's a fun one, but I'm <laughs> I mostly just love the idea that the little fairies, those three little fairies, are the last fairies from Fern Gully mm-hmm. that ever exist. Like Fern Gully also has to kind of have an alternate ending in this, in this yeah. particular thing where they <laughs> yeah. get destroyed and displaced. Like maybe yeah. it's Fern Gully, the director's cut. No, where we it's don't know really what happens depressing. after Fern Gully. That's true. That's true. Well, there was, I think, a sequel to Fern Gully that nobody saw. We don't know what happens after Fern. Yeah, Gully. maybe, maybe in that in Fern Gully too, get gullied more. Get gullied. Get gullied. <laughs> More. Get gullied again. We're gully. Back for the gully boys. They the all legend gully. of gully's gold. <laughs> <laughs> they all get driven out. They get displaced, and and it was meant to be like an Empire Strikes Back middle act, and they would have come back and reclaimed it in the third one, but they never got to make the third one. And the they I'm talking about is Guillermo del Toro, and so he mm. made Pan's Labyrinth instead. So not only are we saying that Pan's Labyrinth is a Fern Gully stealth sequel, but that we know what happened in <laughs> Fern Gully 2 and that it's that it was meant to be an Empire Strikes Back and they get displaced and they come back in the third one, but he never got to make that movie and the he I'm referencing is Guillermo. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, I did just I think, think... we nailed this. I did just think of <laughs> one more that's a little bit... Good? Is it good? It's pretty good. Say it. So I can't remember exactly at what point in history this movie takes place, but you mentioned in 
while we were watching the film, and I agree with you mm. that a lot of parts of Pan's Labyrinth have big Tarsum Sings the Fall energy. I do. Uh, and I think the idea that this is taking place in the same universe as the Fall holy shit actually. makes a lot of sense. I like that a lot. Uh, and that the little girl from the Fall uh, is somehow maybe related to this little girl they say they have a similar they have a very similar energy yeah um ophelia is more uh come contemplative and not as adventurous and yes like in her demeanor yeah. like in personality but they de- they'd be friends guys what if it's a stealth sequel to michael clayton <laughs> Uh, folks, thank you so much for listening to Contextual TV. <laughs> you should always try to make it a stealth sequel to Michael Clayton. Please make that your thing. Oh, man. Uh, this has been a blast of an episode, you guys. We did it. We talked about Pan's Labyrinth, a beloved film which we spent a lot of time clearly focusing on and <laughs> stayed on very succinctly. Incredible. Uh, we talked about it through various contexts. We said uh, we we came up with some fast food tie-ins. We did. We did. We talked about whether it would be different if it was made twenty years earlier or twenty years later or That's whatever. Very true. Yeah, we talked about uh, what movies would be still sequels and I guess prequels. Yeah, and we gave out some superlatives. Hey, we did. Yeah. Wow. That, my favorite of which is, or the one I stand by the most strongly, is still that that guy had the worst hat. Yes, one of the worst Pretty hats bad. I've just ever seen in a movie. Yeah, like they just gave up. But enough of that. We talked about the movie enough. I mean, no one can talk about this movie enough. But we talked about it in ways that no one will ever talk about it again. <laughs> I presumably, <laughs> I hope no one's actually considering making Arby's signs that we described. I mean, I would. Please don't do this, I Arby's. Would, I would love this. Actually, Arby's, please do this. Arby's, please do this. <laughs> Arby's. Listen, uh, please but, do this. But in the meantime, bef- well, Arby's is working on that. Uh, David, did you have anything you'd like to plug? I think I do. One hypotheticast. I'm on it. It's fun. We make jokes. We do would you rathers. It's hypothetical stuff. Listen to it. If you like me, then you will. Or, you know, at least give it a shot if you like me. <laughs> you don't have to like the show or listen to it ever if you don't like me. But give it a shot. And two, the website justfor.fans for all you people that may or may not use OnlyFans for work or for play, whatever. There are a bunch of buttholes. Move move over there. <laughs> but like not you're not able to find the buttholes on there if that's what you're no, looking you for. No, you can't. Anymore. That's the problem. So But uh this one's been the, it's the second most used by sex workers. It's run by sex workers and queer people. And it's a lot safer for those reasons because they can actually afford to pay lawyers that care about the right things. Nice. That's right. Sex work is work. Ba-bam. Yes. Bon? Um, do you think sex work is work? <laughs> <laughs> yes, did, yes. That God, yes. sort of. A, it's in the text, Bon. <laughs> it's, it's in, in the, the text. <laughs> of course I think sex work is work. Yeah, um, of course oh, you obviously, do. Obviously. But uh, it did sort of sound like we were asking about that. <laughs> but I'm going to do something kind of unprecedented mm. in terms of what I have done in the past. <gasps> I'm just going to repeat what I said last time because oh, yeah. I am worried about this show. <gasps> um, but the Owl House, mm. please mm. stream it, watch it. Is it okay? Do whatever you can. Uh, it is kind of on the chopping block. Oh shit! Um, like kind of twofold. There's moms that are upset about the witchcraft of it all oh come on yeah like moms.org made a whole stink of it and they get listened to too readily by these people (sighs) um and then also there is lgbtq themes um which is another thing that gets a lot of shows canceled before they should be um and it's just a wonderful 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 show um can't recommend enough it's on disney plus little girl goes into a magical world lives with a witch and her cat dog bone demon thing and <laughs> and their little talking owl door knocker that is a delight beautiful hootie yeah hootie um it's yeah. a wild show you gotta check it out it's so good it's so funny it's so funny i really do need to check it out you yes. do it's on disney plus i'm the reason yes. it is getting canceled yeah, well, i haven't watched it yes it's all it's all david's fault they're like we don't have the david market what are we yeah. gonna do so pressure david that's the plug everyone yeah. pressure david don't to watch go watch, watch it <laughs> just send me messages about how i should watch it 
Yes. Um, and Christian, do you have anything? Christian. Thank you for asking. Uh, I found out recently that Spotify no longer has a user search function. It's so cool. Uh, so you can't so look stupid. me up by my uh, playlist Fucking anymore. Uh, you would have to go to open.spotify slash, mm, I think it's slash users slash audio suede. God. It's truly it's really remarkable annoying. how Spotify, every time it gets an update, just removes the things that people like about yeah, it. Yeah, every and time. And doesn't add better things. Every it's, time. It just hides them away I've, for no reason. I've tweeted at them about specific changes that oh. they made. Like, hey, uh, instead of like adding like the heart favorite button, yeah. um, maybe let me skip to the next song instead because yeah. you took that button away. What about away. some controls for the music <laughs> I'm listening to? Um, Good. God. To their credit, literally, like within like two or three days, it, it had switched. Back. They did. Oh, they must have heard from a lot of people. Yeah. That's good. So I was sort of just spitballing, uh, trying to remember what the URL is to get to my playlist. It's uh, open Spotify slash user slash audio suede. Okay, I got well, it exactly right. That's which not is great. as clunky as it could be. No, but it it's still, still super clunky. Like, but yeah, audio suede. A a u d i o s u e d. I spend a lot of time making playlists. Probably too much time. I've been making cover art for them. Yeah, dude. I like spend a lot of time on them i've been adding yeah. to them there's been a lot of good stuff this year that i've curation. been able to, to slot some stuff yeah. in it's been a lot of fun so slot it up uh and then uh i my pop culture recommendation i can't remember if i brought it up ever before because it's been a while i like mm. dropped off of it and then jumped back on and then just like absorbed it but uh the video <laughs> game indivisible oh if you're a fan at all of uh, RPGs, action games, uh, yes. or you know, platformers yes. uh, with hand-drawn animation, delightful characters, very fun uh, voice performances. Uh, it's a very funny script. Uh, it is. It has one of the most innovative combat systems in an RPG I've ever seen, where the four, you have four characters and they correspond to the four face buttons you have, and depending oh. on how you hit them and in what order and like what direction oh. they're facing and whatever, they do different moves. Whoa. And so you can like just like create these amazing combo what? attacks and stuff, and Fuck. and all the different characters have these great personalities. And uh, leveling up is super easy. It's literally just attack and defense are the only two ask things. If leveling up was complicated. This game's perfect. <laughs> it's, it's literally just two stats. It's Fuck. attack and defense. Those are the only two you have to worry about. And it's genuinely funny. It's genuinely funny. Where and, where is this game? And like been? the platforming is like <laughs> it sounds amazing. Really really good. It's wow. it's not easy. But it's That's super so fun and it's super worth. Uh, if you're into games, mm -hmm. I recommend it I'm to just games. about anybody. Yeah, it's kind of like a yeah. Metroidvania RPG sort of, like the way that oh, the cool. platforming that. Yeah. and map kind of. Mm. Works out. There's a lot of exploration, a lot of yeah. secrets so to find, a, which, kind of stuff a lot of backtracking, unfortunately. Like but, you know, different environments. Wow. Anyway, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Indivisible. Indivisible. Highly recommended. And honestly, if there's ever been a game that's more perfect for a Steven Universe tie-in. A oh. Steven Universe game set in the Indivisible engine would be the greatest game. Okay. <laughs> I can't keep saying it things like that. But I would. I, I want it so bad. But yeah, it yes, would be the perfect pairing, certainly. There you mm -hmm. go. Like a good wine and a good rib. Like a good wine and a good rib. You know what, David? You're so right. Yeah, I just nailed it again. And, you know, I think that's a perfect note for us to lead out to the final question, which is the thing we do every week. Thank you all so much for listening. In the meantime, David, did you have any final thoughts you would like to leave us with? Every child likes an ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Contextual Deviants. You can find more information about us online at our website, contextualdeviants.wordpress.com. You can tweet at us at textdeviants. You can email us at contextualdeviants at gmail.com. Thanks to Minneapolis's own The Badman for the use of their song Gun Tonic off the album Ain't Clean. This has been Contextual Deviance. My name is Christian Hagen, and have a nice day. Have a nice day! It sucks! This is the it's best It's the idea. worst joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do it. I'll do can, it. Can I tell you something? I'll do it. What? I'm probably just going to use you explaining just <laughs> dead right there. Like, so how about we do a thing where I've got my pants all over the and you walk around his pants labyrinth. <laughs> that's Fuck. probably just going to be the Yeah, <laughs> Honestly, I think that's no, great. That's, that's funnier than us <laughs> actually trying to yeah. do it. I yeah. think you're right. Yeah. God damn it.